This is the intro to the intro. I'm gonna make this super duper quick. Whenever the podcast starts, you are going to hear me and Adriana talking off record. We were having a conversation before we officially started the podcast, but it was just so raw. We even joked about recreating the moment, but you just, some things you just can't recreate. So I chose to just leave that portion in. So you're gonna hear that in the beginning. This is probably one of the most raw and real conversations. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this podcast because there's so much depth, but yet also so lighthearted. I loved, loved, loved this conversation. I'm so excited for the viewers and the listeners to hear it and absorb it, take it in, take what's yours, leave the rest. Last thing, this is actually episode 81. Part two is coming very, very soon. If you like this episode, please don't forget to share it with your friends, share it to your Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are on socials. It helps the channel out so much. Thanks guys. Enjoy. And just to give you kind of a rundown for what's coming, where did you grow up? How did you get oh, yeah, into yeah, mortgages? Yeah. Stuff that's, you know, pretty natural. Yeah. Um, biggest, biggest success, biggest struggle to overcome female in a male dominated industry. And then key things that you want people to know about clear Casey and then we're gonna end with a section on stack. Yeah, perfect. So just, and don't feel bad about it, it's actually Clear Mortgage. Clear KC, we use that as our domain. Ah, so okay. Clear Mortgage, and we can talk about this in the, this would have been good. See, this is good content. Clear Mortgage, thank It's you. Clear Mortgage, thank but you, like you. a lot of people do that because our domain is clearkc.com. So anything- our email. Yeah, our okay. domain name, yeah. So our website, everything says Clear KC because Clear Mortgage was taken and I didn't want to spell out mortgage because no one puts the T in mortgage. No, no one knows. And then no one knows. <laughs> and then I also didn't want to do like Clear Mortgage LLC with a weird hyphen. So Clear KC was really easy for us to then when we opened up Clear Florida, it's now Clear FL. And then okay. Clear North Carolina is Clear Carolinas. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. it, it's a play on, but it's actually Clear Mortgage. Hello, we're starting. This is episode number 80 with You've Adrian. done 80 episodes? Yes. That is Eight fabulous. Zero. Yes, we're on episode number 80. Thank you, thank you for the button applause that we have. Um, with Adriana Bates with Clear Mortgage, Clear KC. It's so cute. Yes. We just went over this. Yes. Um, so right before the podcast started, I said, um, I was like literally going through the the, the show notes and I'm like, hey, you know, clear KC. I and mean, she was like, oh wait, no. It, everyone does it. So I yeah. didn't want, I was like, please don't feel bad because yeah. it's our actual company name yeah. is Clear Mortgage. But I was just telling her like the domains when you're starting a business and going through an entrepreneurial journey, like you really, really want to know what your domain looks like and like what it, your outward appearance is to potential clients and referral partners. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to do like an underscore and a hyphen in mm -hmm. my domain. No. So clear KC with hopes to expand and grow in different branches and things like that. I was just going to change the end. So for mm -hmm. us here in the Kansas City area, it's clear KC. Mm -hmm. In the North Carolina, South Carolina market, mm -hmm. it's clear Carolinas. In our Florida branch, clear FL. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just for domain purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's happened quite a bit. Everyone's like, oh, you're with clear KC. I'm like, yeah, it's clear mortgage, whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so. To clarify, one more time, <laughs> clear mortgage, just to be It's clear. clear mortgage, to make it very clear, pun yes, intended. Yes, yes. Pun is, oh my God. Yeah, thank you. That was so quiet. 
Oh, there it there is. There it is. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, as always, let's start off with a review. This is from Cassie B. Cassie says, Warren and Mounts made it easy to shop for new policies. Dustin explained the coverages in a way no other insurance broker agent has to us. Amanda took care of the rest and saw the process all the way through. The cards in the mail were, ni were a nice touch as well. Thank you guys. Thank you to Cassie B. We appreciate you. Leave us a review if you That's haven't. so awesome. Yeah, yes. of course I would. I, I need to ask you, side note, like what your process is for asking for Google reviews, because we know that's a huge part of growing a business. Yeah. So as we talk into the business stuff, I would love yes. to hear what your follow-up looks like, yeah. how much is too much for asking to them, mm -hmm. how stalkerish do you get for yeah. them to leave you that review? Yeah. Yeah. We have a an, a system called Easy Links, and we have like a follow-up system. So nice. we go, it's literally like check boxes. You just check each box. Um, we send out ID cards. We um, ask about a review. We always follow up and ask about life insurance too. Yeah. So course. whenever we're talking about home and auto, we generally don't talk about life insurance. We're trying to get this thing sure. closed. And then we try to follow up with, hey, have you talked about life insurance? Do you have it through your work? If you do, don't. Like, let's talk about it. I feel like it should be the easiest sell. Yeah. Especially after closing on a home. Yes. Because I know that they're fear-based sold by all the junk mail that they get. Yeah. With those like... Gerber policies that come yes. through, and then what happens if you die yes. to your mortgage? Those yeah. mailers. Absolutely. And you know, just general population, what happens is people buy a home and then they're having kids. Yep. And so, just kind of like the natural flow of the general population, that's kind of what should come next after you close sure. on your home auto. So, anyway. The next section of the podcast, we always talk about peak and pit. Oh, so something like that's the highs going, and lows? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. So something peak that's going really, really well for me. Um, this podcast is a peak for me. We have been running into scheduling conflicts to get Adriana on the podcast. So the that's fact- totally my fault. Oh my God. It doesn't even matter whose <laughs> fault it is. It's just the fact that you're here and we get to talk to you and we get to learn all the things. Um, she got here like so many hours early. It was supposed to start at three o'clock and she was like, hey, can I just like come early? I'm like, um, yeah, duh. I did. I I like posted up and made the yeah. amounts agency my office for yes. the day, which I'm so eternally grateful for. Yes. It's slightly a hike for me. So I was like, look, if I don't go out now, mm -hmm. I had back to back to back. Like I'm, that's one of my f like ultimate flaws is that I stack my yeah. schedule way too tight. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I think that I can make those little mini transitions work, yeah. but they never work, yeah. you know, because someone always is behind. So anyways, I knew if I didn't get here uh -huh. at like 1030. Yeah. And it worked out great because we had such a good conversation and you got to tell us about some things that I wouldn't have known about on the front end. Um, so yes, having you here, Getting you on the podcast, doing the thing is like totally my peak. We should have done more content. We could have done like a get ready with me. Okay, peak. Peak for me. Um, we're going to talk about a project that I'm working on, Stack. Yeah. Stack, I just had a really good call with one of those calls um, with our dev, dev team yeah. on the progress that we're making. I, I, I've always been a utilizer of technology and I've never been a creator of technology and had no idea yeah. what goes on behind the scenes to create some tech, you know, um, just in its software. It's not even, it's not even 
something huge, you yeah. know? It's just a lot of work and a lot mm -hmm. of little things that you have no idea. For salespeople, our language is very different than technology people. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult it's difficult to translate the two. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. had a really good call. So that's a peak. That's good. That's really good. Those are always those are better than bad calls. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're like, actually it's gonna be way more money. Yeah. Those, those are, are not fun. Those are not fun. <laughs> um pits, something that's not going so well. Honestly, in this moment it is effing hot in here. Is it? Yeah. Don't you feel good though? In my in my opinion, I've been working in this office this in, whole time. Do so you I've think been it's here. fine? Yeah, you I'm think totally it's fine. fine. I'm not even sweating. Okay, I won't judge you. It, it, I won't judge you back. Yeah, because maybe you're running hot today. I uh, I think I am. So, but in she the looks beautiful. Moment, thank you. Are people watching this on YouTube? Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. then you'll see for yourselves, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Just know that I'm. She does not hot. look. <laughs> she's not glowing like listening at all you're not sweating no yeah it's not sweat it's just beauty okay so pit for you what's going on dude i lost a, a producer today um, today so, yeah right before but again oh, wait, we you, talked you about it that. i walked in and i was like guys guess what email i just got he couldn't even call me on the phone Dang. so the word to the wise look if you are not going to move forward with an employer call them on the phone yeah have a conversation yeah. i'm not gonna beg like i'm not gonna stand in the way for whatever you're supposed yeah. to be doing and whatever right. your like grand plan should be yeah but i am gonna remind you like hey these were the things that we talked about yeah what could i do better like yeah. what could i have done better as a leader what yeah. could i have done better for your opportunities yeah. um he wants to go to a place that feeds him leads. So he's going to mm. go to a place that's more call center. Sure. Where we produce is more mm -hmm. relationship-based, yeah. referral-based. Like you're out going and killing what you're going to eat, basically. So do you, is that, is that like a head or a heart impact for you? Head, yeah. financially, heart. I taste things personally and I'm sure. working on that. Yeah. So it's both for yeah. me. Her, the head wise, yeah, it hurts our bottom line, but he wasn't really producing a lot anyway. So how yeah. much is that really? Yeah. And yeah. that's slightly ego driven too. You know, yeah. as you're building out a company, you want to say you have this many producers or this many staff, yeah. you know, members, but he wasn't producing anyway. So it's not really going to be a head hurt. Like he's not going to hurt us financially that much at all. He wasn't contributing. It's more, I take that heart hurt because I feel like I put in a lot of energy and a lot yes. of time. yes especially trying to lead people and make them successful because their success is a reflection of my success in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. And I feel like I failed them yeah. in a weird way, which I yeah. will have to get over, but this isn't therapy. Yes. Should be. Yeah. I feel like there should be like a separate sector for like business therapy. <laughs> it's different. And it's in the grand scheme of things, it's all like our reactions are all based on trauma. Like, it am is. I good enough? Yeah. Am I, am, you know, all it's all trauma from yes. our past. Yeah. And I think the key there is acknowledging that it's there. Even if you don't fully have it figured out yet, like, okay, cool. But, but feel it. Yeah, feel it. And it still And sucks. experience it. And yeah, it hurts. You know what? This hurts. It sucks. For a long time, I was someone who, you know, stuff and like deal with it later. Oh, yeah. It's not and then it balls the up productive and way to explode. No. Yeah. But I'm sure you're learning that yes. with everything. Like, it comes yeah. out eventually. Yes. Or... Yes you become so shut off to those emotions that it's affecting you negatively yeah. in other ways, right? Yeah. Like if we're not open to those experiences, then we're leading that yeah. way, right? Like we almost lead way too cold. Yeah. 
So yeah, it makes me sad. And that was my voicemail to him was, hey, I'm bummed, dude. Yeah. Do, do I think, I'm not calling to convince you not to go to another company. Mm-hmm. I did like laugh and be like, your splits are going to be way less. Because, mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, do you want to like convert leads? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Don't you want to work with people that want to work with you? You know, I tried yeah. to just yeah, leave yeah, him a yeah, nice yeah. like voicemail. And be yeah. Like, Obviously I'm sad, but hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of one of the, the suck parts of being a business owner. It has a lot of suck parts, but it also has a lot of um peaks and amazing things about it but i think you're a lot like me like look how much time we've spent on the pit right you're a lot like me we don't celebrate ourselves enough Mm -hmm. we should celebrate yeah i even have a hard time like coming up with a peak there's been so many good things that have Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. but we don't take time to like embrace it and celebrate it and be proud of ourselves because we're always like on to the next on to the next big one Mm -hmm. especially celebrate ourselves a little bit a hundred percent you're so right um, okay, so I want to know a little bit more about you and how we got to this moment. So take us back. Where did you grow up? Yeah. How did you get here? Are you originally from the story. Kansas City area? No, you can probably tell by like the cadence of how fast I speak that I'm not yes. originally from okay. the U.S. Can I guess? Yes, you can guess. East. Yes, totally east. Okay. Yeah, cool. so east. That's as far as I can guess. Upstate. So, uh, we're not drinking. If there was alcohol involved, my accent would totally come up because I've been <laughs> no. here for 13 years. So now Midwest is home. Kansas City's home now. Yeah. I'm from upstate New York. Yeah. Okay. Um, grew up. I have an Asian mother. So mm-hmm. it explains a ton of my overachiever personality, right? Yeah. Love my mom. She mm-hmm. did the best she could. But there's a lot of things that in the way the Asian culture is, mm-hmm. um, we're always striving for achievement yeah. to be recognized and loved. So yeah. a lot of my validation comes from what next goal could I achieve? What yeah. can I be the best? Can I be the top? So um, I played sports my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Brown for my undergrad. Uh, played basketball there, mm-hmm. and then came out to the Midwest and did a dual program at Washington University and SLU in St. Louis for my master's degree. Yeah. Okay. Failed my mother, didn't go to med school. Fine. Obviously still have trauma on that, but we're dealing with it. And went to WashU SLU. Came to Kansas City. I graduated right 08. Uh-huh. So economy was, can we curse on this podcast? It was in Absolutely. the shitter. Okay. So it was bad. Yeah. Um, I got like one job offer from it, like a like a like an urban planning type of job, and it was such a low salary. So I got recruited uh-huh. um, to come interview for a mortgage company here in Kansas City, and took the job. And then met my now husband in the Grand Falloon. Worth it. Totally worth it. In the wild, no apps <laughs> no here, baby. Wild. Like didn't swipe anywhere. This is before all of that, you young children. <laughs> yeah. We're like dating. You actually had to go out to places and meet people. <laughs> you met someone. Uh, what do they say? I-R-L in real life. Is that what that means? (laughs) I-R-L. Oh, my God. For the longest time, I didn't know what S-M-H meant. I was like, smuh. I was like, what is smuh? Like, I thought it was like a, like a, like smuh. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, like a word that, like a sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, smuh. It's actually shaking my head. See, we're, we're going to have fun. There's no alcohol in these Stanley's. Yeah, that's the unfortunate We are totally thing. like the... This is sober. Do you know what you need to... Speaking of entrepreneurial podcasts, huh. like, what? have you heard of like the Stanley rebrand and how that actually took off with influencer no. marketing? Dude, you need to listen to that podcast. I'll have to send it to you. I think it was Planet Money mm-hmm. or something like that where they actually went... Stanley was like this men's manly camping rough... Like not as cute as North Face, but very like outdoorsy brand. Sure. And 
So they, more masculine. Before influencer marketing ever happened, it was influencer marketing. One blogger, this is when blogs were still like the main thing. Not sure. that they're not the main thing, but they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the main thing. Like a blogger said that this was the best way for her to get her water in. And they started like really going all in on influencer marketing. Well, it worked. It freaking worked. Now we want it in all the different colors. We do want it in all the different colors. I 100% believe that this is an overhyped situation. One, it's not even easy to carry, guys. Like this handle, yes, it makes it a little bit, but I, I like can't loop my arm under it. I try to carry all my bags. I've got it like in my armpit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Every woman, like, probably looks. I always am so. We're like so struggling trying to carry yes. this stupid. I am water. So self confident, or I mean. Uh, Self-conscious about yeah. like the way that I'm like carrying my backpack, and then I've got my man. Oh, we are one thousand percent bag ladies. But we probably all look the same. Wait till you have children, because then you don't even <laughs> yeah. realize you have spit up down your blazer, yeah. and like your hair is like totally matted in the back of your head because really you didn't even shower, so you're just trying to comb over. And yes. You know, Long story short, honestly, more functional is probably the aqua jug that has a strap that can go cross body. Yeah. Not as cute, not as trendy. So yeah. we stick with our very stick- non-functional Stanleys. Not sponsored. Definitely not sponsored, but, we but should, should be. be. We should be. Um, Wait, okay. did I finish my story? Uh, hello? Okay, we sounded funny there. Um, it's probably me. I move no, a lot. No, I'm no, like you have not. Rough so on your equipment. you met your husband. Yes, yeah, so I stayed here. In all honesty... The mortgage world isn't great, but I like money and I like achievement. And I feel like in the Midwest, when you're a very smart and aggressive female, you can move really quickly. You move fast. It's like, and this is not ego driven at all. It's like big fish, small pond here. Whereas in the East coast, there's a lot of competition. And so it's the pond is just smaller here for me Mm -hmm. anyways. And, and, um, mortgage is, was the first true job that I had where you were rewarded directly for how hard you, how hard you worked. Yeah. I didn't have kids. Sean was still playing ball. At this point, he was playing 100% overseas. Mm-hmm. So he was gone for a big season. So all I did was work. And I loved it. I made a yeah. lot of money. And then just kind of worked my way up. Yeah. And then eventually, as we all do, we hit ceilings that are either self-imposed or imposed yeah. by the industry. Yeah. And then I was like, I want to do this on my own. When mm-hmm. Sean decided he didn't want to play anymore, I convinced him of the best investment ever. Let's start a business together, babe. <laughs> Oh God! Was so? Did that go over well at first? And no, it was. Like, he, he if anyone that said, "Oh, ah, uh, no," I had to like. It was probably one of my hardest sells to convince <laughs> yeah. him to give me his money to start the company because he's okay. He's originally from Hayes, Kansas, like Hayes, America, like Western, okay. like liked cash, didn't really, didn't want any risky investments. It's still that way in our personalities. Like I'm all risk, pedal yeah. to the metal. Like yeah. let's push everything as far yes. hard as we can. He's very conservative, slower moving, process, very logic. Yeah. He's I a Kansas person and you're an yes. East Coast person. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I think it gave him some anxiety, but then fortunately for us, it, when we started the company 2018, 19, just had a baby. I was probably very, now that I look back, like postpartum, my hormones were so, I was probably even oh, more yeah. insane because I just <laughs> had this child, you know, our third yeah, child. Yeah. It was chaos at home, but we went into one of the most aggressive housing markets mm-hmm. that we've had, both in the real estate side and in the mortgage interest rate side. So what well, year was this, you think? So 19, 20, 2019. COVID hit in, in March. Oh, wow. So, okay. right. So it was like, 
it takes a couple years, as you know, for any company to kind of get off the ground and go. And we hit our stride when yeah. the rates went to the lowest they've been in my entire career and yeah. in the history of mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the most aggressive rate environment that we've had ever. Mm-hmm. It was the best production years that we could have, you know, yes. even as a were purchase, what we would call purchase focused mortgage company. So mm-hmm. we didn't focus on refinances. They were icing on the cake, but we had so many yeah. coming in. Mm-hmm that we were making yeah. triple what we were used to making and we yeah. were just profitable and we, it was great. But it was yeah. also super stressful because yeah. as you know, the busier you get, the more pieces you want to scale in your business, but you have to slow down to go fast, you yeah. know? And that's I want to go fast trip. all the time. Yeah. I don't like to slow down. I know. And that's the, you're so right. You really do have to. Yeah. And if you, you gotta, don't slow down to go fast, mm-hmm. you're going fast. It's just going to crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't know, you haven't, stopped like kind of like take a look around and do like a little proof oh i know for dang sure you guys do exactly what i do you're like oh my gosh we have so much let's just get a body in here and then we'll just she'll fill or he'll fill the gaps yeah you don't have like a very true job description you don't have a very clear oh yeah expectation we we did that 100 percent. see so we've gone through the same things yeah and it's so painful and heartbreaking yeah it is it is and exhausting yeah and i look back now and of course hindsight hindsight's 2020 Mm -hmm. um and I'm like, okay, here's where we, but you know, you have to go through that. You have to, you have to just, yeah. I think that makes us better leaders. Our journey is what's going to make us like yeah. eventually the best leaders yeah. and where we really Absolutely. truly want to be. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. See, look at how like sidetracked we get. I told you this is going to be the easiest podcast. It's so conversational. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Um, so this is ultimately how you got into mortgage. Yeah. I didn't want to be in mortgage. I had no idea what mortgage was. I knew when I first was even thinking about buying a house, it was when President Obama had put out like this first time homebuyer grant. I was young. I was just starting my master's. I was like, oh, I should look into this. And I started looking mm-hmm. into the process of a mortgage and what a mortgage was, blah, 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 like all that. But I had no intentions of ever getting into the mortgage world. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you've probably had a lot of mortgage people in this seat, right? One. Oh, only one? I believe, yeah. I guarantee if you speak to most people that are in mortgage, none of them had intentions of actually getting into mortgage. It was something they yeah. either fell into, their yeah. family recommended it, they took the job and didn't. No one, and same thing with insurance. You don't go to school no. to go into insurance, oh, which no. I'm there from should dentistry. be. See? Yeah. But you had great customer service, great process orientation, I'm sure. I guarantee you love checking all the boxes of knowing this is exactly what I do. Were you a hygienist? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And you loved the, like the satisfaction of taking care of your clients. Yeah, I did. It was the thing that kind of drove me away was the repetitive. I, sometimes I would literally end up asking one patient the same questions. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. I already yeah. asked you how your day was. You already, you've already answered this, but, um, it was that. And then I could just, I, I had an honest conversation. Like, can I, do this for 40 years. No. No. But you learned things. I, I totally in learned things. that career. I learned the value of a very well-oiled machine. Yeah. And I learned the value of communication within the office. I'm communi- sure. Teamwork. Um, I mean, you if you walk into a well-oiled or a well-functioning, high-functioning dental office, it, it's that's a killer cool process. shit to be yeah. a part of. But for me, like I, I knew that like my potential was greater than what I had access to in dentistry. 
Your so personality just, profile will tell you that you weren't going to be a dental hygienist for, <laughs> for 40 yeah. years. Your personality prof- profile told you you might have bought a dental practice mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. But because you do have some of that SC, we talk disc language here. Like everyone's like, oh, are they talking Enneagram? Are they talking like whatever? But no, I'm t- referencing disc. You do have some of that SC where you're like, okay, I want to see how this is run mm-hmm. and run well. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I'm going to own it. Yeah. 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 And it's, there's... I'm creative, very creative. So I also love thinking about like, okay, the design and the architecture, like, yeah, whatever. But then also like- And the aesthetic, 1000% giving you all of this aesthetic. Of course, of course. Um, And like, how how is this place going to function? How, you know, how are these people going to communicate? Like having to figure out those problems is- you have to get creative with it sometimes. Of course. And um, it's just fun. Like, the, there's a thrill to it, you know? There's a thrill and a satisfaction to, like, chasing something down and then getting it. I don't know. There's just, like, yes. something to it. 100%. Except that in, until we figure out our traumas, we're always going to be chasing. Yeah. Like, there's never, like, we won't get that final satisfaction, which is what I'm, we're work, like, I'm working on. I'm working, that's some of the work mm-hmm. that I'm doing is trying to figure out not to chase yes. all the time. And, and yeah, to be we grateful in where we are in the 100%. present. Like, yes. Be present and be grateful for where we are. Yes. My tattoo says be here now. See? I need that shit. I need that on my forehead. So I see it everywhere. I should put it on my hand. Whenever you're looking at yourself in the mirror, can you imagine? Okay, I wanted to go back to um, your mom. So how did you deal with, or did you deal with this sense of letting her down? Oh, no, I think I'm still dealing with that mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So one a piece of the work that I'm doing now is like a trigger journal. When I feel triggered, honestly, I was so immune to suppressing, to feeling emotion. Like I didn't, I just shoved mm-hmm. it, like what we talked about. I shoved it away. I didn't even feel it that I convinced myself in my head that I was, I didn't even get triggered. Like I didn't have triggers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't get triggers. I'm yeah. not triggered at all. That's a problem in itself. Yeah. Like we're all triggered by different yeah. things. Yeah. Like for example... I was triggered today when I lost that producer. When the yeah. producer decided that Clear Mortgage was not his home any longer, yes. I was triggered way back to my mom because I felt that I wasn't enough mm, and I, I felt abandonment mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. My mom was there. I don't know. See, I'm still doing the work. Like, I don't know where this fear of abandonment comes from mm-hmm. because my parents were there. They were together. This is still work that I'm trying to figure out. Like, why is the true feeling that I'm feeling fear of abandonment and fear of being alone or like not being enough? Like, why, where is that coming from? I don't know. But I didn't deal with it well, is my point. Mm -hmm. I went through a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors, probably through college, um, of not feeling worthy of trying to find affirmation and love from outward sure. sources instead yeah. of from myself. Absolutely. Right. And what I try to practice now on a daily, daily basis and some of the work that I'm doing is like, Hey, look at myself. Like I'm that young child again yeah. and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're a badass at what you do. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. It's you're not, everyone is going to love you. Mm-hmm. There isn't there like some rule, like some, or someone says this, I don't even know who it is. Some will, some won't. So what? Some will love you. So true. Some won't. But who cares? Like, who cares? If we have enough love and, like, admiration for ourselves, mm-hmm. none Amen. of the other stuff will matter. Amen. See, Amen. I can say it. How come I can't live it yet? Yeah, I know. It, it, it is definitely, from my experience, it is a, 
discipline. It is a discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually feel like I'm a very disciplined person, but to like, you know, say it like you just said yeah. is one thing, but then to live through it I know. and to, you know, hear. I feel like your discipline is your control though. Cause you are, you're mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. regimented and yeah. this is the way we do it. Mm-hmm. I even watched in your day in the life, your Sunday, I was like, man, this girl's got it. Mm-hmm. You got your routines down. Mm-hmm. There's something about the control in that though, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, that might be in, or maybe not. Maybe that's your happy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's control in it for sure which is amazing yeah. you, yeah. Have, you feel amazing when you're like in it yeah but do you get the anxiety when you're not 100 percent on like when you're not executing on all of your like eating clean and this and that do you feel like a weird not good about yourself like are you hard on yourself um hard on myself yeah okay yeah if i'm being honest yeah i am hard on myself because i I want to live a life of longevity. Yeah. And with that comes taking care of things now. So, and so that's what I'm trying to yeah. control. You're, what I'm trying to control is yes. the outcome. And that's how, in today, yes. that is how I can control that. It's so you amazing. Know? At least you're aware. You're yeah. young. How I'm not saying you? it's right. You're young though. But, um, 28. Oh my God, you're a baby. Yeah. I'm about to be 40. If I could, I'm, and I applaud you, put just the, applause button you need to applaud yourself for figuring this out now seriously girl like give yourself like some like and i can feel it already you're like nope i don't want to take this compliment i'm gonna shut nope no i don't want it except that you are doing so well and you're ahead of the game to figure this out now like i'm even gonna get emotional if i could have figured this out in my 30s it would have been just an easier journey not that it was hard but Mm -hmm. it was hard there were things that were hard yeah it was really hard and i feel like my 40s are gonna be my era like I'm gonna be in my best yeah, self. Yeah, it's main character energy. Yes, for sure. Boss bitch energy. That's right. Right. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It is definitely a thing. I definitely feel like, um, it's like it's like a healthy type of control is what yes. I like to like because the, there's like, in my opinion, like control is kind of stemmed from fear. Oh, scarcity mindset. 100%. And then you know. Um, mm-hmm faith is stemmed from love so there is kind of this balance between like okay there are some things that are in my control my response how Mm -hmm. i take care of myself the way i view myself the way i think about myself those are all within my control um and that's kind of like a healthy control versus like trying to control other people and other situations the things that you can't Mm-hmm. The where I struggle and where I think a lot of people like you and myself do is that my control behaviors were so extreme because I wasn't feeling the other things that I should feel. So like I have a very distorted relationship with food, mm-hmm. okay? And that control, if I can control not eating for this long, if I can control uh-huh. what goes into my body, if I can control that and when, I have a, when I'm like on point with not eating sugar, not eating that, like I feel so good, it's because I don't have a good relationship with myself. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, yeah. I think women in general in the United States have a very distorted relationship with food in general because uh, there's so many factors. Like, and this would be like a whole podcast just on deep diving, like yeah. the mental, fuckness that women are going through with body image and things like that but like a lot of that came from my mom because Mm -hmm. in asian culture women are meant to be petite and thin and 
beauty has such an underlying worth in the Asian culture that she had a mixed baby. I'm half Dutch, which is the largest people in, on the world. Like the Scandinavian culture mm-hmm. is like the largest people. And sure. the Filipinos are tiny. They're yeah. petite. Yeah. And I took after my father. I'm one. Like yeah. I'm big compared yeah. to a lot of Filipinos. So like from a very young age, I was taught that I'm fat and that oh I shouldn't God. eat a second helping. Like so I had a weird, not that she did it purposely to hurt no. me. no. But what I want to stop is I don't want to give my three kids those same right. complexes or issues, yeah. you know? And I feel myself already doing it, but opposite. So like my kids are very athletic and lean and tall and thin. Yeah. And I want them to build muscle. So I'm already shaming them. Like how much, did, like, let's get on the scale. Did you gain weight? You know what I mean? Like, which is the opposite. I'm not body shaming them thin. I'm body, yeah. I'm, I'm slightly body shaming them to be bigger. And, you know, it's. I think it's a, I think <sighs> it's like exhausting <laughs> it's exhausting to like because you can like i don't know about you but i can like go down a fucking path uh, with this um it's knowing that my worth is not based on what i look like my worth is not based on um which how is much so I hard though because you're beautiful mm-hmm. and we've put a lot of value in people telling us we're beautiful mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and we know we are okay mm-hmm. so we know that we're attractive yeah. But yet, we're still not attractive enough, maybe, in our minds. I don't know. You know, I I don't know. I just, I, I, it's like I follow the things that I'm attracted to. So, like, you know, just cut my bangs. Why? Because I fucking wanted to. That's why. Everyone you know, loves your bangs. Whether or not, whether or not, but I don't care whether or not you like them or not. You know what I mean? That's good. You know? Like, I hear criticism I'm sorry. No, let me restart. I don't hear criticism and I don't hear compliments because it's me versus me. Have you always been that way? How do you not hear criticism? When I'm criticized, I'm like, I'm a notorious people pleaser. I want everyone to think I'm like the most amazing thing ever. This is some, this, this is one of those things where it's easier said than done. I'm not good at it every day. Man, if I I would not hear criticism, I'd be... I think as I've matured and as I've been starting to do work, I think criticism has been less of an effect on me. Yeah. But it still mm-hmm. crushes me. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I do my best with it. Like there have been several situations recently where, you know, my personality and just who I am is kind of under attack or it feels that way anyway. Is that on socials? No. Like oh. person to person. And Ew. yeah. You need to take that toxic shit out of it. Yeah. Like who is that? Yeah. Bye. Bye. And so, you know, in the beginning I do hear it. I do hear it. But then after I kind of like work through it and I'm like, you know what? This actually has nothing to do with me. This Correct. Has- See, this was good shit. We're going to continue it while she's fixing my my hotness on that camera yeah. that I overheated. This is what I think. It, it, when you are correct in the fact that it is not you, it is something internal that someone is projecting onto you with their issue that they have with you. But I think, especially as females, a lot of that is jealousy. A lot of that is insecurity. That A lot of that is coming from their internal, internal battles. Truth. But anyway. Yeah. I feel like this podcast t- took a completely like I know. 
call her daddy vibe. We should have like call her daddy. Like, do you listen to call her daddy? I listened to like a couple episodes. I love her. I love Alex so much. So going back to my original statement of like not hearing criticism or compliments, I say that like a hard ass, Mm -hmm. but actually living through that is work. Oh yeah. (laughs) Every day. But it's your mantra and it's your intention Mm -hmm. and it is your manifestation, Mm -hmm. right? That every day you tell yourself, I am not affected by other people's opinions of myself. No, I, I, I just, it's. You know, how was that yesterday? Or how, the last time I encountered a situation that resembled this one, how did I do this time? What can we improve? What can we... Oh my we, God, you do such good self-reflection. You know, I and I sometimes I'm like, I'll do, you know, something dumb at, at home. And I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Like, no, I'm not an idiot. I just made a mistake, <laughs> you know? that. Or you're not and you're completely on point and their reaction was really fucked up. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Just saying. Um... How? Oh wait, we already addressed that. <laughs> we derailed. We're, we did. I told you. I was like, so content derailed. is not going to be a problem for this podcast. <laughs> I promise you. I was Time sorry. might be though. Okay. Biggest success in business, man. We got off track. We did. Uh, biggest like, success. Biggest success. I was voted National Association of Mortgage Brokers like broker of the that. year. Yes. Yeah. I was pumped about that. I think yes. that's huge, and I don't celebrate. I don't want it to be I, because it was definitely a we thing. Sure, yeah. With you have a the team. entire company, Absolutely. you know? But for us to be recognized on mm-hmm. such a big yeah. playing field, yeah. you know, like how many mortgage brokers are there in the freaking United States? Uh, Thousands, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Maybe. At least. There's probably yeah. 100,000. And they named you. Me. Yeah. Us. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with social presence, though. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, what metrics are you using for this? Because it's not volume. There's definitely, like, way... We're in the Midwest. Come on. Like, our loan sizes sure. and our home prices are so much smaller. But that if that if that's true, that's a testament to the work that you do put in to social... By the way, plug here. Oh, yeah. You got to follow you her. You have to follow her. She <laughs> posts such great stuff. And it's not always mortgage-related. Ew. How would, who would watch me if it was all mortgage-related? Come on. Like, gross. I know. Everybody yeah. loves the, the house. No one insurance. loves the mortgage. Yes, I know. Like, we cannot talk about our industries. No. Like, it better be other value. I have to, like... We're like the unnecessary the evils of homeownership. Yes. We are the nuisance. We are, but we, we're required. The like, they need us. For and you don't know. It's like the... the that that just won't go away, but you know it's serving some sort of purpose in the world, but fucking go away. <laughs> we, will, we will never. Go <laughs> never. So, like, I try to do, like, a pop culture entertaining take with some... Oh, self. yes. Like, I tried to... Did you see... Like, the are Drake. they getting better? Yeah. You have I was, like, to... a big poppy. I was, like, yes. yeah. It, okay, yeah, see, I'm trendy. Cool. I'm cool. Um, I try to incorporate just some, like... Things that I'm interested in. Yeah. So eventually I do want to do like a get ready with me. I do want to do an outfit of the day. You yeah. know, eventually I think I'll get there. I yeah. just don't think I have the following yet. To And this is me probably questioning. I should just put that shit out. Yeah. I think people are interested in it. They want yeah. to see like how it is me being a mom. I do a lot of personal stuff on my content though. Like yeah. people see my family. Yeah. I think yeah, it's important. Do. On your stories, you do a lot of personal stuff. And then I see... This is just how it pops up yeah. for me. Your business-related stuff more on my... Um, LinkedIn, like that side? The piece, or the... Um, oh, my God, the feed. Oh, your algorithms. Yeah. See, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. 
That's how I usually see it. Is that's cool though. Your your business in my feed and then personal. In- you want to know insider secret why that is? I guarantee it. Huh? Because I'm personally doing my stories, right? So that's me live mm. in my real life. My team that runs my Instagram, like that's all pre-recorded content. So sure. they're the ones yeah. putting in my feed. They can't put it in the stories. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that is a good balance, but that's good to note too, that maybe sometimes I do need to do some personal stuff in the feed because I want people to know I'm a real person. Yeah. Of I course. want people to know yeah. that I'm really like, I'm human too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the biggest struggle has been oh, for you we to already overcome? freaking talked about this. I re- so you I think it's the personal stuff? Oh my God. It's personal stuff that's just on the journey that I'm now. But it's people. Girl, it's people in general. Think yeah. about it. Any business would be wildly successful if you can find the best people, right? Yeah. Any business. Take any business. Yeah. doesn't matter what it is. People matter so much more. And yeah. that's what's scary about where our world yeah. is trending. Like, if technology can truly replace people... What's going to happen? Businesses mm-hmm. are going to explode because they don't have that human factor any longer. It's been so long that like those who find the talent and can retain talent and attract talent are the ones that are going to be successful. Hands down. Used to be that way. Can AI take that over? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you Same thing in here. Like, How amazingly and wildly successful would your agency be if you could just find true, good talent? Mm-hmm. And how do we do that? How do we attract it? Do we put ourselves out there more? Do we put our personalities out there more? Do we... It's so validating to know that, like... I, do you follow Buff Bunny or Heidi Summers on... No. Buff Bunny. Uh, I like yeah. her handle, yeah. Yeah. by the way. Is, it, is she, she buff? She owns Ish. She's like, <laughs> yay like, tall. Eh. <laughs> she's like, yay tall. She could, she could work thin, on herself. But yeah. she's not like... You know how there's like... Okay, she's extremely... She takes care of herself very, very well. I envision like a jacked Playboy bunny. Not that. Oh, okay. No. She needs to change her. No, Instagram it's not handle. like the Energizer Bunny <laughs> I'm gonna character. Her right now. Yes, but um, she she posts on YouTube, and I was watching one of her whatever they're called episodes or clips. Time. Can we talk about this? How much content are you consuming on YouTube? Um, I would on YouTube specifically, I would say thirty to forty-five minutes a day. See, I feel like, is that normal? Are people on YouTube the way that they're... I feel like kids are on YouTube. I feel like I'm not on YouTube that, that I way. I grew up watching YouTube. See? So you're that generation. Mm-hmm. I should... So I am putting content on YouTube, but not fo- focusing on it a ton. Mm-hmm. And my team keeps telling me, hey, YouTube shorts, you need to keep yes, doing that. those. Yeah. Girl. I'm terrible about it. I, we don't... I keep saying that I, I'm going to do it and that I don't I mean, do she's it. definitely a bunny. And she definitely went from not being Buff Bunny to Bunny. Yeah. So she's she's like yes. You see what I'm saying? She's like not. She's com- very much. Viewers at home, look up Buff Bunny. She's definitely a bunny. Yeah. I wouldn't say buff, but she's a bunny. Yeah. But she was talking about how one of the hardest things has been in her business is finding the right people. And well, because she's her, selling something that's very, at first glance, mm-hmm. she's going to turn off a lot of people because she's selling something that's very sexualized, according to her Instagram. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of females that are very triggered mm-hmm. by yeah. this content. Yeah, yeah. I, she, I, from my understanding, she tries to be very inclusive. So she's got a good. very, very big range of body types, um, like as models on her website and... Um, she has a whole bit on like the the um, relationship with you have on your body. She like oh my god, her thing. thumbnail on this. I'm like viewers at home. That's like an ass. That, yeah, uh, you kind uh, of have to. I know. 
I know. At first glance, <laughs> you're, like, you're right. Mm. I followed her for so long. I'm like so bought in. Yeah, that you're like bypassing this. So at first glance, from a complete stranger that has never consumed her content, I initially probably wouldn't take her very seriously. Really? But, but this is the reason why is because it's very sexualized and I'm yeah. not... You're not into it. I'm not looking for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Layla Hermosi is going that way a little bit. She's getting oh, very she? sexualized with her, but... I was going to bring her up. It's funny that you say that. I literally just posted something on my... Are um, you going to tell me my voice sounds like her? No. Thank you. No, okay, absolutely not. No, I was going to tell you that she made a, something that we were talking about earlier made me think of this clip that as a business owner, you are willing to experience a wider range of emotions versus like whenever you're a W-2 employee, there's a mm-hmm. level of control mm-hmm. and safety. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you're a business owner, you are exposing yourself to a completely different range of fear oh 100%. you know on, on a different level right because not only are you putting yourself at risk but you bring people on now you're yeah. putting them at risk you you know you've got these other people so it's just Correct. a completely different dynamic i didn't even think about that yeah it was an interesting clip and something that we were saying earlier made me think about yeah, that, that thought clip. about that. yeah i think that's so true because we're accepting so much more responsibility and people's lives are really in our hands mm-hmm. the way that i thought about though the reason that i wanted to embark on so many entrepreneurial journeys and create so many different types of businesses was because I never wanted someone in control of how much money I could make. Yeah, absolutely. That was more... That was another thing about dentistry. Yes, exactly. You're like... And my time. For sure. I mean, fuck the money, my time. You're going to tell me that I need to be here at 9 a.m.? I'm so impressed that you're this young that you can realize the value of time. Yeah. Like, you're so advanced. Yeah. I like to tell myself that I am. You are. (laughs) At 28, if I was just... Saying the things that you're saying. Yeah. Living you, through big, it is a... Big things are ahead of you, my friend. Yay. Oh, my God. I Thank you for it. manifesting for me. I feel like, you know, earlier I said, I don't care with you. That's so harsh. I care more about the fact that you and someone else is willing to swallow their pride and put energy towards giving me a compliment versus the word itself. You know? Yes. Like, that's, yeah. that's more valuable to me than... Oh, Michaela, your hair looks nice today. The fact that you took time out of your day to acknowledge my existence and that, you know. That made me cry. You know what I'm saying? It's the the energy of it. Not necessarily like, I'm not going to get caught up in, oh, apparently my hair looks good whenever I do it like this. You know? Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. People took time. Like, this time is the most valuable asset that we have. Yeah. And like, I've, I've... put myself in a situation where like feeling like if I say something nice to her, well then, you know, it's going to take away from how awesome I am. Like what a fucking no, piss poor way to live, you know? So I've never, even, I've never thought that's what's so crazy that females actually, I've never thought that way. I've never, th- I've always downplayed when someone gave me a compliment like for example if someone said hey i love that blazer i'd be like oh girl it's last season you know discount sale yeah. whatever downplay it because we never want to seem i never wanted to come off like i felt higher than or yeah. like i was egocentric but what we should just say is thank you absolutely because someone took time yes. to say you are fucking awesome today and yes. i love your i love that your i love your vibe today i love your hair and your eyebrows See, and your and jacket we just be like thank you yeah and thank you thank but you but why that. is it our natural reaction to be like 
oh, but you know, no, my skin's green. Or like, no, you oh, can I see my pores. Oh, I did do pores. that earlier, didn't I? No, we both did. It's our natural tendencies. We have to think like, thank you. To make the other person feel comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, why? 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 I don't know. Like, why Why do I feel so holier than thou that yeah. me accepting a compliment is going to make you uncomfortable? It, they, they're giving us the compliment. Why can't we just say? Exactly. Yes, I am a badass today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So like, I'm here. guilty of it all the time. Someone, um, earlier today, someone said, I smelled nice. And I made a joke, a self-deprecating joke to be like, actually, I showered. So I'm pretty proud of myself. I have three kids. And like, if I shower, that's a win for my day. Yeah. To me, it was you did it. A self-deprecating. It was funny because it kind of broke the ice. Because that's probably not the response that she. Th- I should have just said thank you. I love this perfume. F- perfume too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have. It's baccarat. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her that because I, she- I paid a lot of money, so I fucking better smell yeah. good. <laughs> I better. You better notice yeah. how good I smell because that bottle was very expensive, <laughs> yeah. and I put like three quarters of the spritz on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even spritz the whole thing. No, way. I didn't. All Try right. Salvage all of it. Uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, we, I have, I Viewers at home, make sure you comment that you got our joke because we, we, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. yeah. Um, I was going to say something else and now I don't know what I was going to say because that's how my brain is. But yeah. I do that. I've done that. I put myself in a, in a shitty position, but on the bright side, we've learned, we've grown Yeah, in theory, most of the time and most days, but we're more aware of it. So we know when we're doing it. Yes. And it's the work. The work is never going to end. Yeah. I'm sure you're like me. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, give me, put me in a therapy. Tell me what I need to do. Give me a checklist. Cause I'll go through it and I'll do a, B, C. How long is this going to take for me to be fixed? Is like my basic. Every time I interview a new therapist, like how long <laughs> will it take you? Frame? Yes. Give me when what I does will your be. therapist say? A lot of them. <laughs> I think a lot of them kind of have like, oh my God, deer head headlights type oh of God. like, what am I dealing with with this person? Because I come in like kind of like a bad out of hell. Like, look, I don't have a lot of time for this. I don't really want to do this, but I know for the sake of my relationship with my husband and my family, yeah. I need to put in this work. Yeah. I, in the beginning, I think a lot of them are like, well, it doesn't work that way. And I get frustrated because I'm like, you need to tell me exactly what I need to do today yeah. for me to feel better and to fix myself. And it just doesn't work. I think when you accept the time and you accept yeah. how much we have to unravel and these layers that yeah. we've built up to kind of protect mm-hmm. ourselves from that, oh, yeah, like, totally un- what it is. like peeling that onion is going to mm-hmm. take a lot longer. And there isn't a time frame. It's no. really like, I'm really working on being accepting of like the energies and accepting yeah. of the universe. And like, I know that um, the auction that I was just at, I was just at the Illuminate, which is Children's Mercy's mental health non-for-profit uh, project that they're pushing out. They just did an amazing, it's Red Hot Nights. They just had an amazing auction. And I say I won. I bought mm-hmm. a really, what I find interesting, like Reiki healing package to get all of my chakras like yes. a, like aligned is that the right word like aligned and then open my heart chakra and like be more open to that energy and to like open my third eye you know so that I can start to move more into that it's feminine but feminine like universal awareness of energies that are happening in the universe yeah it's a journey and sometimes I ask myself I'm like okay surely we're nearing the end of like a revolution (laughs) what's crazy it's going to be ongoing it's forever forever. and your journey and your work is going to shift and change Mm -hmm. 
Like, I'm so happy you're doing your work now because when you do have children, if that's in your future, I'm not imposing. Mm -hmm. I just think you and your husband are very amazing and you'd make very amazing babies. So if that yes, is in your plan. Yes, we do. We okay. do want to have. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to like self-impose my beliefs yeah, onto yeah, yeah. you. But when you have children, it shifts a lot of where your attention goes to so that if you hadn't done the work yet, I found myself putting all my focus onto the kids. So it's just another reason that I didn't have to work on all of these other things within me. Does that make sense? So like all of my attention and my work and my, and my focus, if it wasn't yeah. in the job, in my business and like what I was building, then it went to my kids. So I was now like third down the totem pole. Yeah. Fourth, sorry, Sean should be in there. My husband should be yeah. before me too. So you had all these things to focus on. That I never, it was just another reason that I didn't have to do the work on myself. I feel like this type of podcast would be so good to have like high achieving women particularly because I think we're the ones that are more aware of like some of our behaviors and what's doing it and talk about like yes. what made us super high achieving why do we have that drive and our journeys because yeah. I think stories tell so much more yeah and they're relatable oh, people can 100 people can like see themselves in um or hear story. the yeah. And hear you know? themselves. Yeah, exactly. I feel like whenever I, part of another reason, you know, being a dental hygienist, I was labeled slow. Slow? Uh-huh. Like, you know, mental or whatever. <laughs> By who? By, I don't know. By like one sector of, I know. I am so sorry. This is like, is there like a laugh, like a hilarious <laughs> laugh know. button? I don't think no. so. <laughs> but I think there needs to be because that is never what I yeah. can put a lot of labels on you Missy and slow yeah. would never be one of them that is yeah and you know so part of going to dental hygiene school was to prove to myself that I'm not oh my god yeah and so I'm I'm out of that now I know but I know oh, that's just but, sad sad yeah it is sorry. yeah it is I you know I lose. so like every night you need to like hug the little girl in you yeah you're not sorry I shouldn't be moving you're enough Oh, oh, I did it. Oh, there. we're back. Okay, I'm not touching it anymore. Okay. Not hugging myself, but hug you. Like, hug the little girl and you'll be like, look, you're enough. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever, Nothing even if I went back to doing dental hygiene, that would be enough. Not because I needed to prove it. Like, I was enough before. But just, you know, society values things differently than how yeah. I value things. For sure. Um they Forever. value great grades and great reading capabilities. You know, I just but I think don't that's shifting. That. I think it's shifting. It is. It is shifting. I think we're in the entrepreneurial culture, like culture era, entrepreneur era. Gary V is one that we can thank for that. Grant yeah. Cotone, gar, great. Do you Cardone. like Gary V? I yeah, really I love, love him. Gary v. Sometimes he's a. I have to be in a certain mental space to consume his content because he is very squirrely and like. <laughs> yes. ADD type of mm -hmm. train of thought, and sometimes I have a hard time following. So I really yeah. have to kind of be on my like yeah. A game and clicking. It's on like kind of yeah. Match. I have to have coffee before I can <laughs> yeah. con consume Gary V content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas like He's Elena good. that we talked about, Elena Cardone, like she is someone like if I'm putting on my face for the morning, I could listen to her yeah. because she's inspiring me on some sort of level to yeah. like be like, okay, this is what I can work on yeah. for the day. She's or, more like a soothing. Yeah, and but motivational still because yeah. I feel like a lot of her content does help. Things absolutely, in the yeah. absolutely. But her energy is like just so different from Gary V. It's very. It's different. not that like 
you know, alpha, jab, jab, go, jab, yeah. left hook, or what, right, whatever. Jab, it is. jab, jab, right hook. <laughs> um, we already struggled. Did you tell me a struggle? Yeah, the people. Remember, if That's we could right. find. That's right. If I could like build a trade school on finance for the mortgage business, and, and honestly, in any any type of business, if I could build a school that would train on the traits that make someone successful yeah. in sales or an industry, like a sales school for the yeah. production side. And then like an ops school for like, what is going to happen when this old baby boomer generation gets out of our industry? You guys, have you talked about that? Like there's going to be a yeah, huge did, who we transfer of wealth. Like, is there just going to be many, like you've just got to build up such a net worth that you can just buy these books. That's is that our, what's going to happen? Yes. That's yeah. actually the opportunity that, and it's been mostly Jake that kind of like informs us yeah. on, or informs me on how it'll play out, but they're all getting old and they're, they're getting all going to retire. And they haven't implemented technology uh-huh. and they haven't implemented systems and processes mm-hmm. in a CRM. Like when you guys do that and get that book, like how, that's why I love Layla Hermosi so much is like acquisition.com takes some of these boring businesses and like implements tech or implements systems and then like 10 folds them, 10 X's them. And then you can sell them. Is that what they do? Acquisition. I've I never think. fully understood what acquisition was. Yeah. I think acquisition.com basically buys up. For example, let's take like a plumbing business. Okay. This trade typically man that yeah. will go out and be a plumber doesn't have a CRM doesn't do monthly m- mailer blast doesn't do a referral incentive doesn't do so social media marketing correct the same general okay. concepts to boring businesses increases their value and then sells them on a premium okay I have only recently I would started love to following do. them yeah that would be a project. Her, I mean, every situation. I think her content's different. I think her content is trying to do exactly what we're doing, right? And uh, trying to like figure out some of the traumas and some of the mental blocks that we have that prevent mm-hmm. us from becoming more successful in business. But I think like that's super interesting content for me is to like, okay, how do you acquire business? What things do you implement first? Yeah. Like implementing funnels or implementing a social media strategy. Yeah. What ROI does that typically have? have and yeah. then putting a multiplier on it and then selling it. You know, yeah. I think that's super cool. Yeah, interesting. Um, so we haven't gotten we've we've talked about being a female in general. <laughs> yeah. And then there's being a female in a male dominated industry. Yeah. And I want to hear your angle on your approach sure. and then your you know, if your approach did or didn't work, how do you find yourself thriving in that environment now? See, that's so crazy to even hear you say that I'm thriving, that I need to say, yeah, I am thriving. Yeah, you like, told- I'm thriving for sure. Dude, you, know, you but literally like- just, what was the award <laughs> that you just mentioned? Nambi, like National Association Mortgage Broker of the Year. I get it. Okay, National. Yeah. I, I'm thriving, but it, even to hear so it, thriving. there's it's such my nature to be like, oh, I could be doing better here. I could be doing... I, Again, you could again. Absolutely. I need to just accept to say thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. In the beginning when I was young and like just wanted to take the bull by the horns and like win at everything, yeah. that was a lot of like my personality back yeah. then. I was just aggressive with everything. I honestly didn't even know that we were like on a disadvantage by being a female because I was just so like driven to be the best and to hit every mm-hmm. sale. Like, 
my mentor at the time gave me like metrics. I'm like, I'm going to hit that. Like I'm going to double it. You know, like I was just that type of aggressive athlete personality. Like I, if someone gives me like rules and regulations to follow and like formulas, I'm like, Oh, so if I multiply that by two, then the result will be double. Right. So I just had that personality all the time that I just go and kill it. And I did well. Yeah. So I don't, I didn't ever feel disadvantaged by being a female Good for you. until I started getting to the top, like the top where okay. in the, a lot of time mortgage companies are either backed by banks or there's sure. a fiduciary FDIC charter behind them. It's very car- corporate and we're in the Midwest. And I f- first started feeling it when the CEO or the CFO of these banks would see what I was making. Yeah. And not like that. They wouldn't verbally say it, but then they would put some sort of way or put some sort of like cap or change a comm structure or do something to make it so I wasn't making that much. And I hated that. I was like, why is someone in control of my income like that? If you told me X plus Y equals Z, X plus Y should always equal Z. Like you can't change it mid game. You can't change my goal. You can't change. And it happened a lot. Happened a lot. And I think... A lot of times, mortgage companies and banks didn't want so much of their production to be on one person. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Yeah. They almost didn't want that type of personality to manage. And I think a lot of strong females have that where yeah. they don't want top producers that are female because they they assume that it's going to come with a lot of drama, a lot of baggage, and a lot of, honestly, they're probably afraid of some of the holes that we're going to poke in their systems and processes. That was actually the main, yeah. the main thing that I thought was, is it going to provoke their ego oh a hundred and ten percent you know I think is it gonna kind of flare that up for them that- i call mortgage managers and sales managers like the glorified paper pushers they literally take paper from this side of their desk and they put it over here and they get paid a <laughs> yeah. lot of freaking money yeah. that's why you should work with local mortgage brokers because we don't have that c level of paper pushers yeah and they, and yeah. guess who pays for that it's people in their rates that's why a lot of the bigger companies have higher rates than some of the smaller companies. They have more margin that they have to pay more more C-level management. Sure. Truly is. My experience with just kind of women in general is I feel like there's so much area for excuse making. And I'm guilty of it myself. And at some point, you just have to take ownership and say, I have contributed to every single problem that currently exists in my life. Maybe I wasn't the full package problem. There are other outside things that have contributed to the issue as well. Um, But I was a playing part in all of it. And once I personally could, you know, say that and accept it, then there's power in that. I feel like... Are you saying like in a female, like I'm, I'm trying to understand like and apply what you're saying to like, are you saying like sometimes females with like the me too stuff or anything like that? Or like, no, just like, um, just with any situation, like, um, uh, I like, can't even think let's of use my situation for that. Right. Okay. Like, okay. I was told I was going to get paid 1.25% of all of the production that I brought in when mm-hmm. I first joined a company. Mm-hmm. After my first year, they saw that W-2 that they were going to have to write me. And it was a lot. It was more than the CEO of the bank. It was more than the CFO of the bank that was going to make. It was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So immediately after that, they were changing the structure to have me make less and cap it because the board of the bank didn't want one employee making that much money. Mm -hmm. What did you do about it? 
I left. Right. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Victims would have stayed. Oh, fuck that. And yeah. they would have, you know, oh, well, woe is me. And, you know, they're not paying me this because I'm a woman. No. Yeah. You take ownership of the situation yeah. and you get, and you say, I'm not going to tolerate this. This is not what I will tolerate in my life and for my family. Yeah. Second. For sure. Um, and I'm going to pick my ass up and go elsewhere where yeah. I feel like I'm going to be no, paid appropriately. For sure. You acted in a way that is very parallel to what we what <laughs> yeah. we see and yeah. experience today. Yeah. You know, um, but in a victim mindset, that's what she or even he would have done. They would have they would have just dealt with it. Yeah. And what you accept is what you think you deserve. Exactly. You didn't accept that. No. And you said no. And honestly, and I hate the I hate that I say honestly. That's like my annoying word that I notice I say a lot. Truthfully, how I feel is that I, that was the reason why I wanted to start my own company. I didn't want anyone to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be so clear in our goals and our expectations and our, and our comp plan. I, I didn't want anyone to be, ever have an excuse of why they didn't achieve the goal that we had set up for them. Yeah. But what I'm finding mm-hmm. is that there's a lot, it, there's a lot of people that don't want to be held accountable to their own goals that no, they're setting for themselves. Not. There's no, no, everyone in this society right now wants autonomy and wants to be able to, to build their own system and do these things, but they, and, but they don't want anything, any accountability to those mm-hmm. metrics. Can I, you can't, you have to accept that both are going to exist. And as a manager of people and as manager of sales, there's nothing more that drives me crazy to agree upon an expectation set and then not wanting to be managed or getting upset when you're being managed up to that expectation. Yeah. And then all the excuses mm-hmm. come. Well, my dialer doesn't come, or like whatever it is, or hey, I only want to use my cell phone because there's a delay in the dialer or whatever the, the, the thing is that yeah. salespeople <laughs> come up with. Yes. Yeah. I want to be held accountable. I want someone to say, Michaela. You said you were going to get this done. Do you have a coach? No. Do you have any type of mentor? Girl, you need, you sh- You would love it. You would thrive in coaching. Like a, what, what do you use? Like a business coach. You guys have never, there's never someone that's, who's someone in the insurance space that you love and think that it's like they've built some amazing empire? Elena and Grant Cardone. <laughs> yeah. Then I would, have you ever thought about coaching with the Cardones? No, I've thought about having a coach, particularly a business coach, um, but I just don't even know where to look, who to trust. You start, know? start consuming that content. Yeah. Start thinking of, so like start looking at places where you can say, okay, who has blazed the path yeah. that I want yeah. that I can just rip and repeat. Yeah. Because that's how you see, like, like. Mm-hmm. achieve success so much faster yeah and i mean and i think you would thrive in it you want you want structure you want accountability yeah you want yeah some, i want I, someone to say you know michaela you're, you're not, on the right pace you're missing your own mark here yeah why and the only answer that i would ever offer up is because i didn't make it a priority or or conversely you don't have the right team around you to give you the ability to make it a priority yeah so, you know like so for example, and I don't know what your mundane tasks are like in insurance, but I know that there's a lot like if one of the goals that you wanted to have was, okay, I want four, I don't know, retention specialists or whatever you sure. call them yeah, yeah, to yeah. be part of, 
I don't know, you looked at your analytics and you saw that your retention was lower than the metric that you had set for yourself and you wanted to hire three more staff members to basically have enough bandwidth to do that. Then you could think, okay, what got in the way of me hiring those people? Do I not have the access to the good people, availability? Do I not have the the job description posted in the places that I should? Like a coach would say, okay, let's reverse- Ask those questions. Yes, and reverse calculate how much production do you need to support that one new. So then you could say, all right, here's what we use in the past. We use wise hire. Here's the job description for retention, whatever specialist. Here's the minimum expectation and the personality profile that they should have. Boom. Yeah. That's something that a coach would do for you. You should find one. Yeah, make that, put I that should. On. I do. I need and to I think it'll just open your eyes to different things that maybe you didn't even You're know right. existed. You're right. And where what, where I'm at in like my personal life too, and that's why I was asking you about the networking stuff. Yeah. Is I'm trying to intentionally put myself in a room where I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to hate it. No, you're going to love it. You're going to flourish and you're going to thrive because you want to be the dumbest person in the room. Yeah. You want to be the Mm -hmm. poorest person in the room. Yeah. Isn't there a saying like you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with most or something like that? So why wouldn't you want to surround yourself with the most badass people that you can find? Exactly. This is what I'm going to tell you about networking groups. A lot of them are bullshit and they are people that think they're doing sales activities by going out and handing out their business cards. And it's not true relationships. What you need to find is a mastermind, is a mastermind. Uh, a way and this, you need to find where the people that you want to be like hang out. And there are groups that you can pay to be part of, like a BNI, a, bin, a business network international, mm-hmm. where it's a group that meets once a week and it's exclusive, meaning if you have the insurance seat, there's no other insurance seats yes. available. You, I would be, you offer commercial line insurance, right? Yeah. Come guest at one of my meetings. So I belong mm-hmm. to a BNI, mm-hmm. and you can see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's worth for you in our BNI? Probably not because we don't have a really strong commercial real estate agent. But what it is is it will force you to formulate really strong relationships with people, and we hold people accountable to how many referrals they're passing within the group. So, for example, what led me to join that group is that the real estate agent was a badass, and I wanted to be in front of her all the time. Yeah. So I joined the group to meet with her once a week consistently. And it's you joined been, B&I mm-hmm. particularly for this one woman yep. to be in connection. Because with. I knew I was going to see her once a week and I was going to earn her business. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. So for example, you if your main goal is to grow the commercial lines of this agency, mm-hmm. or if your goal is to to grow the PNC lines of this agency. Uh-huh. You've got to look at who the top referral sources would be for that division. So for commercial, it would probably be commercial business brokers, probably mergers and acquisitions, um, commercial real estate agents, where they're trying to help some of their investment clients really get that cap rate where it needs to be, yeah. right? So like those are the relationships that you'd really want to formulate. Yeah. If you're doing PNC, mortgage obviously is one. I don't think real estate agents have as much control as they would like to say as they do on, yeah. on, you know, whenever we, I first started at insurance, Mm -hmm. my mind was very set on that being completely opposite that real estate would really have the pull, but it's mortgage. I'm telling you why, because we need sometimes premiums to be at a certain spot to make the deal even work. Yes. And now that I'm in it, now that now I can see that and I, and we're the ones that require it to get the loan. Yeah. 
Like it, I think. Where are we at on time? What time? Oh is my it? god. Okay. Oh my we god. We, yeah, we gotta. We gotta. Okay. okay we might we need to do to. like a part two. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we're gonna have, have to. to. <laughs> okay. This has been. Yeah. Part one. Part one of Clear Mortgage with Adriana Bates. Oh my god. We so only funny. made it to through like we like made it through two cue cards yeah. honestly like but i feel like it was such authentic conversation it really was that you it couldn't really have scripted was. it no see look at me looking for validation here she, i want her to be like no this was such this is the best episode that we've had this is okay honestly though <laughs> that could be facts i am i'm telling you peak peak mark my words people peak this has been a peak and I've been so looking forward. If you love this episode, make sure you leave them a five-star review. Go ahead and put it on iTunes, whatever platform you're actually Please. listening to this. Subscribe because subscribe. you know what? This is not a sponsored. Is it sponsored? I don't think so. No. It's not sponsored. So the only way that we can get good content, active content, like relevant content is by getting more listeners. Yes. So go ahead, share this episode, share. Subscribe, subscribe, and leave an amazing review on leave iTunes. Leave an amazing review. Or Spotify. I'm your backup vocals. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. You, I love that you have like your sound effects. Yes. <laughs> Thank you her. guys. Uh, part two coming. Soon. Coming soon.